The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. One of them books before me. Welcome home, Bering. Welcome home. Jason, well, come in, come in, come in, come in. Oh, am I glad to see you, Bering. How do you feel? Oh, I feel fine. Uh, as for these crutches here, I'm throwing them overboard any day now. <laughs> A friend of yours here, eh? Yeah. Well, now, don't tell me this is Jack. Bless me, what a fine, big lad. <laughs> And uh, you're sure you're really feeling all right, Bering? Oh, blast you, Jason. Stop asking me how I feel. Well, I've been worried about you. Last word we had was from Eli Bacon after he hailed you off New Zealand a year ago. Ah. Yeah, I thought maybe I'd killed you letting you go to sea hurt like you were. Eli Bacon. Can't wait to sew me up in canvas. How much oil did Mr. Long-Nosed Bacon bring back? Well, he had bad luck. Fourteen hundred barrels. Fourteen hundred, <laughs> What's the record for this port, you recall? You know very well the record's 2,217 barrels. Well, it ain't no more. What's that? It's 2,246. Say, hey. Barry, is that the truth? Or are you just... Mr. Stone said maybe it's even a world record. Uh, Back to them books. That's the last time, though. Hi, sir. Barry, I, I can't tell you how proud I am for you. Yeah. Well, it doesn't often happen for a man to have a record to retire on. Retire? Who says I'm retiring? Well, I, I didn't mean to bring it up right now, but, uh, well, why not, Barry? The board of directors are giving you a pension, 3000 a year. Oh, ain't that nice now? Figured I ain't got another voyage in me, huh? Oh, be reasonable. It's not just the directors. The insurance company says so, too. <laughs> now, don't tell me you want to go to sea again. Well, maybe so. Maybe not. I ain't decided. Well, what is it? Is it the boy? You want to leave someone else named Joy on the quarter deck? Because if that's it, it's nothing but pride. Now, look. My head's looking. And there ain't no directors, no, no insurance company doing my deciding for me. No, no you me there. <laughs> all right, Benning, all right. Here, uh, you'll be needing this. Key to your house. Yes, uh, thank you. Everything's clean and ready for you. Mm. It's a right pleasant house, Bearing. Yeah. You and the boy should be real comfortable there. Me and the boy be real comfortable aboard this vessel. Good to see you, Jed. He's a fine lad, Thank you, sir. Are we going home now, sir? Huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, boy. We're going home. You still up, Jed? <laughs> Past four boys. I didn't study him, Grandpa, like you told me to. Oh, well. Well, I've, uh, i just been calling on the school superintendent. You'll take the examination tomorrow morning. Yes, Grandpa. If I fail, I can't go to see no more. 
That's it, ain't it, Grandpa? Uh, I ain't saying it is, and I ain't saying it ain't. And no more gab about feeling, you, you hear me? But I, I just don't know nothing about this book-running bill. It ain't bilge. Useless, maybe, but don't you ever let me hear you calling it bilge. Yes, sir. Uh, uh, what's written you special? What book you been studying? This one. It's a grammar book. Well, what don't you know about it? Well... Well, for one thing, I don't know what parse means. Parse? It says parse the following sentence. Hmm, parse. In the front of the book, it says parse is a verb transitive. Yeah, I was just about to tell you that, boy. <laughs> Excepting that I, I didn't think you'd understand. I don't. Well, uh, it means... Um, it says it means to resolve. I know what it means. I wish you'd tell me then. Well, uh, resolve means to, uh, uh, to kind of take something apart, like you take a knot apart to see how it's tied. Well, that's what you do to a sentence. You bust it all up into adverbs and adjectives. It's interesting, isn't it? I'm scared, Grandpa. I just can't think anymore. I get all mixed up. I just can't think. All right, boy. All right now. Oh, you've done enough for one day. Time is both in our beds. Can I sleep in your room, Grandpa? It's got two beds, and I. Well, it's being your first night in shore. Thank you, Grandpa. Yeah. Grab hold of that lamp, boy. Get above. Lively now. Lively. <laughs> Plan. You were praying like I wasn't going to pass the examination. Oh, I didn't mean to, Jed. I was just letting the Lord know that if he's got some disappointment for us to face tomorrow, that, well... I'll try, Grandpa. Honest, I will. But if you don't pass, well, it could be that the Lord means it's for our own good. But I've got to go to see, Grandpa. To get raised proper, like we always said. And I'm saying that maybe he don't want me to raise you in no place like that. You know, it's a rough, tough, hard life, boy. I want to go to see Grandpa. Yeah, sure you do. Sure you do. <laughs> uh, Jed, this house here, you don't remember much about it, do you? I, I was pretty young then, I guess. Yeah. Mighty interesting subject, remembering Mighty scientific subject. It is? Yeah. Now, just being scientific, you wouldn't remember the night you was brought in here to my room to sleep, would you? Night your ma died. I don't think so, Grandpa. No, just lonesome you was. Just lonesome. I think I remember, Grandpa. Kind of. I had to kiss you goodnight. Even just like I knew your ma... Seem to make you forget about being lonesome. Funny, ain't it? I guess so, Grandpa. Yeah. Uh, I don't suppose that right now you'd, uh, you, uh... Sir? Oh, nothing, boy. Nothing, nothing. Now, you was mighty young, like you said. But go to sleep. Go to sleep.
like to wait here in my office, Captain Joy, until the examination is over. Uh, you, you sure ain't bothering you, Mr. Bush. <laughs> After all, you being the school superintendent... I only the... wish you'd stop worrying about the boy. Mr. Bush, you're a married man, huh? Your uh, father and his children? Uh, no, we've never been blessed with any, Captain Joy. But you know about him, though. Uh, <laughs> I guess it ain't so hard, is it? Uh, being a parent? Well, it ain't just being a parent, it... It's being a parent ashore. Well, some pretty fair people have managed to get raised ashore. That's right. Abe Lincoln now. He made it handsome. Most handsome. The Lincoln's folks were shore folks. And that makes a difference. If need be, Captain, if Jed doesn't pass, I think you'll make it handsome, too. You've given the boys something to look up to. That's the hardest part. You brought them a record, didn't you? A record that will stand. Yeah. I'll tell you the kind of a record I brought home. I had it right here in my hands to keep Jed out there for one more voyage. That's all I needed, just one more voyage. Only it, it ain't going to come about. And why? Because of me. Because I kept him ignorant. Because I couldn't teach him, Papa. I didn't know it meant that much to you. Uh, if you'll excuse me, Captain, I have a message for one of the teachers. I almost forgot. Yes, Mr. Bush, that's the kind of a record I brought home. Arithmetic, spelling, and English, Mr. Bush. He's working on geography now. Well? Simply deplorable. So far, his average is 32. Miss Hopkins, you will give him a mark of 70. I thought you would give him a mark of 70. I am not going to tell that old man that his boy failed. But he did fail. And if you want me to falsify an examination, just... All right, then. You tell him. Go on. Tell him that he has to raise that boy on shore. That he can't take the last of the joys to see again to make a whaling master out of him. You go ahead. I'm not man enough. But they have no right, Mr. Bush. No right to send him where the only things they'll learn about are the sin and that terrible rough life. It's not enough. There's a little matter called character, Miss Hopkins. That old man has a textbook that builds character. Take no words, Miss Hopkins. If I could learn to read that book of his, I'd give up knowing how to spell. And I'd give up a good deal more if I had that boy's chance to be a man. Oh, I know, I know. But the point is... The point is, Miss Hopkins, that we will mark the paper 70. <laughs> By the office. You can stay there, Jason. Just tell me what you've done about refitting the vessel. Well, we haven't done anything yet. Uh, oh, I, I'd like you to meet Mr. Lunsford here, Mr. Lunsford. This is Captain Joy. How do you? How do you, sir? Well, what do you mean you ain't done nothing? Well, I... Oh, I see. Jet must have passed, eh? Passed? Of course he passed. Seventy percent in every subject. <laughs> Not bad for a boy who never went to school. Now, look. Where's the waiting? We got a crew to line up and the first mate to find. <laughs> Strange. I was just talking about that with Mr. Lunsford. Oh, you were, huh? Yes, Mr. Lunsford from Boston. And uh, was he to get a chance to sail with you? Well, it might work out just fine all around. Yeah. Young fella, ain't he, Jason? Yeah. Young and healthy. Well, I imagine I could survive another void, sir. <laughs> Jason? A body with half an eye can see the wheels run around your head. <laughs> Lunchford comes from Boston. Boston, where them insurance companies but <laughs> Now, it wouldn't be possible that Mr. Lunchford's got his master's papers on him, would it? <clears throat> well, uh, 
Well, yes, yes, yes. Look, uh, suppose we let Captain Joy look the record over if he wants to, and if he's got any questions to ask... Yeah, that's a mighty fine idea, young fellow. Yeah. Uh, let's see them papers, if you don't mind. Yes, sir. Nah. Yeah. Rigby and Son. That's good for him. Later promoted the first mate of the Albatross. Yes, good ship. Mm-hmm. What's this? Just some school credit, sir. Went to school to learn how to take wheel, huh? <laughs> now that's mighty interesting. What they learn in that school, Mr. Lunchford? I studied engineering, seamanship, navigation, marine biology. Marine biology. What? Biology. Hey, now I take it mighty kindly if you were to tell me about that, Mr. Lunchford. Yes, sir. Marine biology covers the feeding habits of the whale, his seasonal movements, his breeding and calving habits. Oh, now, that's mighty wonderful interesting, ain't it, Jason? Bearing, I, I think that we'd better get on. No, no, I'm worried. For near 200 years, my folks made a terrible living taking whale, and not one of them ever studied that marine by, 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 well, what do you call it? You reckon we was all that time not knowing that we didn't know what we was doing, Mr. Lunchford? Captain Joy, I'd like to have been a fourth-generation whaleman, too. All right, I'm not. But I do know my trade, I'm and I said... Can... sorry, Barry. I, I thought you'd be pleased with Mr. Lunchford's record. Now, what give you a notion that I ain't pleased? Well, he suits me fairly proper. Yes, sir, he suits me fine. Oh. You ought to make a mighty interesting voyage, Jason. Mr. Lunsford can tell me about this Bible, what do you call it? And, uh, and it just might be that there's a little point or two where I could tell him. Against the time, I mean, when he takes over command of his own. Well, it just may be that uh, Mr. Lunsford would rather ship aboard another vessel. No, no, the ship and the master suit me fine. If you'll excuse me, Captain Joy, I'll see you at the vessel, sir. You bet you will, Mr. Lunsford. <laughs> Well, Mr. Lunsford? We've cleared the cape, sir. Full sails aloft, making ten knots, sir. Mm-hmm. You formed any opinion of the crew yet, Mr. Lunsford? They appear able enough, sir. Well, some good things about them, maybe. You may have noticed that most of my crew generally sign on again. Out of affection, no doubt, sir. Could be, Mr. Lunsford. Oh, yes, could be. That's possible. However, I make no contact with the crew. Now, maybe you think that's because I'm an old man who has needed these here crutches to make my way about. <laughs> Is that what you think, Mr. Lynchford? I hadn't thought about it at all, sir. Uh, I deal with my crew entirely through my first officer and don't meddle. Yes, sir. For instance, it so happens I got Tim aboard. But his being my grandson don't make him no difference from no other folks land. Yes, sir. Now, but we got a, a special little problem, Mr. Lynchford. My grandson was permitted to make this voyage with the firm understanding that he received his proper portion of Brooklyn, like the law says. Uh, whilst he was cabin boy, I earned him. But him being crew now, it's different. I dasn't meddle with the crew, no wise whatever, like we said. See, Mr. Lunsford? Uh, well, yes, yes, but then uh, who's going to... Well, it's a vexing problem. At least, it was a vexing problem. 
until it come to me to remember you and your school. Because from now on, it can be your duty to oversee his book learning just like this vessel promised. Oh, but my time's going to be pretty well taken up. Oh, get the lessons in in time. Your off hours will be fine. <laughs> and don't look so long-faced. I had the feeling when you come aboard that you was ready to take on extra duty was the chance to show itself. Yes, sir. Anything else, sir? Oh, not a thing, Mr. Lunson. <laughs> this here has been a mighty interesting chat. Yes, sir. Mighty interesting. In just a moment, our stars will return with Act Two of Down to the Sea in Ships. And now here's Libby Collins with the Lux Movie News of the Week. Libby, didn't I see you at Universal International's preview of Katie Did It? I was there, all right, John. And I want to report to Anne Blythe's fans that she's a real comer. You know, she won one of Photoplay's gold medal awards for 1950. In her new picture, she's teamed with handsome Mark Stevens and is the center of a slightly scandalous story. As Katie, she poses for a billboard with bare shoulders coming out of a lily pond, and that makes her hometown blush. Katie does it to repay her uncle's gambling debt, but her third in the land is shocked. Now, if you want to know whether she marries the artist who painted her or the hometown boy who offers to save her from disgrace, see Katie did it himself. I take it that Anne of the lovely shoulders uh, dresses quite conventionally at other times. Oh, yes, and just the kind of play girls her age love. A plaid cotton shirt with slacks for casual wear, and a darling shirt maker dress in rose. Simple, but beautifully tailored. Perfect summer luxables, I'd say. Indeed they are, John. And this summer's cottons have never been lovelier. New Luxwood color fashion is here just in the nick of time. It keeps white cottons beautifully white. Prints look so gay and alive, even if you're dreaming. All colors have varying sparkles such as you've never seen before. It's a fact. No other way of washing leaves colors fresher or brighter. Since this is National Cotton Week, the fabulous new cottons come to mind first. But New Luxe with color freshness is just as wonderful for all whites, all colors, and so safe for everything safe in water. You should hear Hollywood screen stars rove about it. Anne Blythe says it gives the most wonderful results she's ever seen. Now, while your cottons are new, start them off right with this sensational care. New Luxe with color freshener. Your bright print your dreamy colors, your paper white, will sing all summer along. Get a big box of new Lux with color freshener tomorrow. Give your washables that nice as new Lux look again and again. Here's our producer, Mr. William Keeley. Act two of Down to the Sea in Ship, starring Richard Woodmark as Dan Lunsford and Lionel Barrymore as Captain Daring Joy. <laughs> By, and the bride of Bedford, full sails aloft, sweeps onward to the South Atlantic. On the after deck, Captain Joy's grandson keeps an appointment with his new teacher. Well, let's see, you passed the fourth grade examination, huh? I got telling you, Mr. Lunsford. It was easy. Well, I'm sure it was. Look at the teacher you had. All right, now it says here in your book that Farmer Brown has a box of 32 apples. He gives eight away, six more lot before he can get them to market. Now, how many apples are left for sale? I don't know. 
Hey, look. Look at the porches at Portside. I asked you a question, mister. I don't know, sir. Besides, I don't see why I have to learn about farmers. Look, 32 apples. He gives eight away, six more lot. Now, how many are left? Seven? Oh. Look, I wonder if we try real hard, we could find something that you do know. What's the longest river in the world? The Narragansett? The Narragansett. What was the first battle of the revolution? I don't know. Why did there have to be so many questions? Grant is the best fireman in the world. He didn't have to learn about farmers and with apples. And look at Abraham Lincoln. He didn't have to have no schooling to be president. Mm-hmm. Well, it wouldn't take long to figure out where you heard that one. All right, mister, I guess we can't get tools out of a pelican. There are others aboard this ship who want to learn. About apples? About taking whales. We're putting two crews into the water. Mr. Sue's taking one, I'm taking the other. That is, as soon as I pick my men. You need to tell them, Mr. Lunsford. Tell him, Mr. Lunsford. I know all about it. Tell her. Just, just leave You report can... to the cook. Maybe there's something you could do to help him. The, the cook, sir? You've got your orders, mister. Yes, sir. <laughs> that coffee, Mr. Tubbs? Coming, sir. Coming. Well, what's the matter with you, boy? Don't you feel like vittles? I'm all right. Try him with an apple, Mr. Tubbs. Uh, an apple, sir? Oh, no, no. Come to think of it, some people don't like apples. They don't even like the farmers who grow them. He had 32 apples. He gave eight away and six got rotten, so he had 18 left. And the Mississippi is the longest river in the world. And the first battle of Concord, and six times 11 is 66, and six times 12 is 72. And is there anything else you want to know, sir? Yes. Where's the sugar, Mr. Tubbs? Oh. <laughs> what are you looking at, mister? Can't see much over a rail at night. No, sir. You can't. I, uh... I was sort of hard on you, wasn't I? In front of the crew, too. I... I don't feel like talking, sir. Well, your grandfather's back there. Maybe you feel like talking to him. No, sir. Not special. Uh-huh. Well, we could talk about whale, you know. For instance, how big is a bluefin calf when he's born? How old is he before he starts to travel? What does he eat that's different from other whales? Well, come on, mister. What's the matter? How big is he when he's born? Well, 20 feet, maybe. Did you ever see one? No. Well, how do you know that? I studied about it. <laughs> yes, that's right, in books. What whales eat, how they behave... The sum of what a lot of men have found out about them. I could learn that. Sure, you could learn lots of things once you got the hang of studying. Even sevens. Well, what about sevens? Well, that's a mighty important number in a man's life. When he's seven, he changes from a child to a boy. Now, what's twice seven? Fourteen. That's right, and that's about when he stops being a boy and he starts growing into a man. Three times seven? Twenty-one. Yeah, that's when he's all the way grown up. <laughs> well, he thinks so anyway. But uh, let's jump ahead a little bit, shall we? What's ten times seven? Seventy. That's right, seventy. Seventy. That's the best age of all if a man has sense enough to meet it the way he ought to. Grandpa's seventy. Oh, is he? <laughs> but that's a fine time of life, Jeb. A man can sit on his front porch in the sun and think about how good he used to be and leave the work of the world to younger and better men. What are you talking so loud for? Well, am I? I didn't realize I was. Well, that's enough for now, boy. We'll take the eights tomorrow. You ain't mad at me anymore? Go on, get to bed. Good night, Mr. Munchford. Good night, Jeff. Good night, Captain Joy. 
But if that's all it'll take to make you happy, that's easy. I'll dump him back in the old man's apron and quick, too. Well, it ain't gonna be as easy as you think, sir. No? No, sir. Good night, Mr. Lunsford. Come in, come in. Yeah. I admire the way you handled the crew today, Mr. Lunsford. We lost both ways, but for the training you give them, I have edited it in the log that way. Thank you, sir. But, uh, I'm here to talk about your grandson, sir. Oh. Seems to me Jed mentioned something that you ain't found time of late to give him his learning. Well, I, uh, I've been kind of busy, sir. But he's coming along pretty well. I thought maybe he could go out on our next floor. Well, he's ready. Send him out. My boat crew's in fine shape. They'll give you their best, sir. Just what does that mean? Well, I, I thought you ought to... Well, I, I mean, with your liking for the boy, I, uh... Well, I thought you'd want to take him out and blood him yourself. <laughs> Mr. Lunchford, if any member of this crew is ready for blood and blood him, if you want to put him in your boat, put him there. But don't make such a pother about it. Don't come in here telling me when to lower a boat. A clear, Mr. Lunchford? Yes, sir, but just so that we understand each other correctly. Captain Dollar, Look like our little understanding will have to wait, Mr. Lunchford. Oh, hands on deck! How you got there, Mr. Lunchford? Or the better, a hundred miles. We fastened on to her not too far from the vessel, sir. Huh? Chances are the other boats had a longer chase. And there's a fog rolling in, sir. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Lunchford. But I'm still able to tell between the fog and the black of night. We'll snug down the vessel as soon as you've made your wheel secure down there. Yes, sir. Oh, come here. Sir? The old man. Did he eat his supper? 
No, sir, he's still standing up on his deck there, leaning on them crutches and staring up in the fog like a statue of stone. Any word from Mr. Sykes, sir? Well, the old man told him not to search beyond the sound of the vessel, not more than ten minutes. Thatcher's a good man, sir. Wherever they are, they could still be all right. Mm -hmm. Now, he's talking about putting over another boat, I suppose. Not to Captain Joy, sir. He's got his rules. Well, suppose he breaks them for once. That's his own kid out there. What good are his rules if anything happens to him? I don't know, Mr. Lunsford, but I do know he won't lower another boat. Maybe that's why he never has any trouble with his crews. They know he ain't never even bent a rule. Man ain't the best master in the trade for nothing, Mr. Lunsford. Yeah, I'd lower another boat, but not him. Don't do it. You can't quit ship without it. Director at 20th Century Fox. 
You've lived with pictures all your life, haven't you, Jean? You think so, Mr. Keeley, because I was born in Hollywood and went to school here. But professionally, I've traveled with an eye show to Cuba, then a stage show in Chicago, and TV work there. Hmm, all excellent preparation for a screen career. Well, that's in the back of my mind. But right now, I still have a yearn for travel. Well, you might try a golfing career like Ben Hogan. Your father's son, Glenn Ford, and Ann Baxter do a moving interpretation of Hogan and his wife, Valerie. And the sacrifices they go through to beg into professional golf. I'm afraid my score isn't good enough. But I've always been a great admirer of Ben Hogan. My greatest regret is meeting him at that event for Los Angeles Open when he came back like a champion. Well, too bad you missed it, Jean. I was fortunate enough to have been there. Dennis O'Keefe and June Harris, as the Hogan's close friends, make follow the sound as a life of fortune. Now, what's the next stop on your circuit, Jean? I'm not quite sure, Mr. Keeley, but I always keep my suitcase half-packed. I hope that includes Lux Flakes, Jean. It most certainly does, Mr. Kennedy. I'm never without it for lingerie and stockings wherever I go. And it's new Lux seems more wonderful than it ever was. Thank you, Jean Mayberry. That's what so many screen stars tell us. June Havrick is practically a commuter to New York and Europe and never goes without a box of Lux Flakes tucked in her suitcase. There's a mighty good reason why stars like Ann Baxter and June Havoc insist on Lux. New Lux with color freshener is perfect care for lingerie. White laces stay whiter than ever. Delicate colors look gloriously alive. Prints fresher than spring. Stocking colors, too, look clearer. Washable silks, rayons, nylons, and gossamer cottons couldn't look lovelier, couldn't be safer. But don't just take my word for it. Try it yourself. Get a big box of Lux Flakes tomorrow. Get your slips and nighties, your washable negligees and house coats, or your personal washables, that nice as new Lux look. We pause now for station identification. This is CBS, the Columbia Broadcasting System. Charges against me 
But I want you to know it wasn't in anger at you, but at myself. I failed. I failed to make you the kind of a man I hoped you'd be. Let me go now.
Save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.